And how we can fashion our prayer after that party. Did you do it very well? If we have a bad deal with bread, then we don't have a bread. That back here, you can't go to bread, you can't go to bread, you can't go to bread. What
Awah, eh, kau ijab ade. Eh, kau sekiru. Oh, tuh dia nak pelop bagula ni. Afemi, afemi, nak pelop pawan balosen bagula. Siap, berani bagula. Eh, nak, berani bagula, aku maku, berani bagula ini. Oh, kokoh. On a une tête ici, on a vu la belle. Baba, ma tine belle, on n'y a pas. Et que j'ai mis une paix, on a dit, on a dit, on a dit, on a dit, Baba. Baba, on a dit, Baba, on a dit, et Baba, on a dit, et qu'on a dit, on 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 a dit, if you don't recognize God as Father, you cannot relate with Him as Father. That's my wife. In those days, she would say, You and this your God. Because when I want to talk to God, I relate to Him as my Father. In fact, today, that's the way I talk. Hallelujah. When I'm praying, I say, Daddy, you know what? I talk to my daddy. That's my Father. God is my Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, darling. I love you. Some people pray to God as if one being that is far away and is distant, harsh and tough and stand. No, that's not God. That could be the God of the other people. Hallelujah. It could be the God of those people who are worshiping elements. Those who watch the moon, moon, the world, raising the sun, the stone, and all the rest of it. No. Our God is a loving Father, a loving God. So when we want to pray to God, let's relate to Him as Father. And then He said, Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed. When you bring one singing that song, you know you will scream in the spirit prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come stand to break your hands, my ears are covered on me, and your hands are tied. We need to honor the name of God. It's unfortunate that there was a time like that. I was in the circle of so-called ministers. There was an issue. I said, Let's go to the photos. What does the Bible say? He said, Don't bring Bible to this one. I said, What? That's the end of that fellowship. You call yourself a minister. You have it. He said, Let's see what the word of God said. No, don't bring it. Then, whose world do you want to live your life by? The name of God should disarm us. Hallelujah. The name of God is what? Sometimes we feel that we are fooled. But whoever is fooling us with the name of the Lord is fooling in yourself. What is it? In the name of the Lord. We are always your God. 
God said in the book of Malachi, he said, If I am the father, where is my honor? Let us learn to respect the name of God. Let us respect the name of God in the way we relate to people in the name of the Lord. Let me tell you, if not for the name of the Lord, some of you cannot relate with me.
major forms don't really understand that passage. And I want to make reference to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. Matthew 26, verse 39. I read. It says, He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this God pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Who was talking? To who? About what? About his death. About his death that he was going to die. Why Jesus is qualified to be our intercessor is because he has been tested in every way, tempted in every way, like us, yet we have seen. Jesus knows about our pains. He's been there before. Paul was writing somewhere. He said, have you, been, have you been tested or tried to the point of shedding blood? That was Jesus. Listen to this. Jesus went to pray that what is about to happen to me it's a horrible death. It's about time they will arrest me, humiliate me, beat me, flog me. And maybe at that time you have seen a couple of people that have been hung on the tree. That have been hung on the tree. Say, God, can you take this one away? What is said again? Lord, not as I will. But as you will. Many people they say they are pulling out of Christ because their prayer is not answered. I said, Where do you want to go? Good job, already. Oh, Lord, this is Jesus prayed. This is what I want, but have your way. God said, if it's my will, you are going to die on the cross. Some people say, what happened when, when, when was God, when this thing happened to my son? I say, just let God watch when his son died on the cross of Calvary to take away our sin. One of the most challenging things that we all have in our prayer life is that particular passage. 
Many of us want to bend the hand of God to our will. It's not about aligning with His will for our life. I tell you what, God knows what is best for us. If anyone That's why I have a hiding place when I come to physical prayers. <laughs> you know, sometimes this weekend I passed. I found myself in such situations as what I pray. I know what I have taught on the pulpit. I was wondering myself if I pray this way, some people like Zeno may come to ask me. That is that what you say when she pray. And I have to tell God, God give me a chance to pray. You know I'm a student in prayer too. I don't know how to pray yet. I'm still learning. I'm sharing with us what I'm learning. You know in my hideout, many times I tell the Lord, God give me a chance to pray. What I say? Yes. If we look at the other side, we will get the same result. So we have the tarapo. What is it? The tarapassion. Our passion can overtake us when we come to pray. Jesus said in the Gospel of John chapter four, He said, His heart is full of sorrow, and He answered Himself. He said, but for this hour, as the Son of Man come. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord Amen. The next one is said to us. Give us this day our daily bread. Hallelujah. What could Jesus be referring to? So that is the passage that I've read it here. First Peter 5 7. Casting your body upon him for justice. Let us trust God with His care, with our cares. I don't know what is your body. So give us today our daily bread. You know, sometimes some people look at pastor and say, pastor is okay. Okay, as in okay. Are we God? Hallelujah. Okay. Is that also? You look at pastor as being okay. Okay, says free. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I want to bet that not many of you can walk with the Lord at that perimeter that is walking with the person. Most of the time. I can bet that not many of us. Not many of us can hold on to God 
when there is nothing that he always provides for you at the point of need. That's why I don't like to pray that prayer. I don't like that prayer as well today. That God should meet me at the point of need. Do you know what it means? Let's give us our daily bread. Many of us will want to have the food at home before we get hungry. Many of us will want to have the food for tomorrow. And Jesus said, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Hello. If I ask you now, honestly speaking, how many people have not made provision for tomorrow, even tomorrow morning? Some people are sitting down here and they are thinking of tomorrow morning. How much the school, the children will take to school? And then, things like that. How do you do it? Tell somebody, it is test of faith. test of faith. My wife has one prayer phrase that she always prays when we come to the family altar. She will say, those who have no food to eat tonight, Lord, give them something to eat more money. I always wonder, why is he always about food that you want to eat? I don't understand. I never ask that. Give us today our daily bread. What he's just saying is that help us, Lord, to rise above anxiety. Many people get old before they are old. They become aged before they are old. I want to wait till they go like Tim Daba. To remove the phone day or job, own job, line one baby. It won't get any more tea, Jetton. What is this? We came with the what is that one Jetro? One thing, you one baby, you want to love to work. I will tell you. Many of us will think that it's our craftiness that makes us to be rich. Remember the Lord your God. It is He that gives the power to have words. And I pray that He will empower you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. When the children of Israel were going through the wilderness, they were commanded to take the manna for the day. People who want to care about tomorrow took for tomorrow. What happened? Just what? <laughs> but for the Sabbath, he asked them to take two ahead of time and never get spoiled. 
because they were not to work on that day. Many people today, they do not honor the day of the Lord. They don't honor the commandment of rest in their life because of anxiety about tomorrow. Unfortunately, many a time, they die before the maturity of their investment. I pray you will not die before your Hallelujah. They will come to the critical one. Say, forgive us our sins. Forgive us what? As we forgive those who this is not us. If you are not careful, that can become a cause. I mean, Roma. Yes, sir. If you are not careful, that can become a cause. It can be very difficult to forgive in certain instances. But it is commanded. It is what? Commanded. Because you pray, that's the prayer we're praying. And it's much more critical in the family. Many families are destroyed because of that single thing. You will see the brother will come and immediately see the sister, they will come to see their mother. You will say, Mommy, I will be seeing you another time. Because he doesn't want to see his brother or sister. Oh, as that one is coming in, the other one will say, I'm going to
That's why we need to acknowledge our weakness before God. Made us put into temptation is telling God, Lord, help me, help me in my weak points. There is something I would say again. I think I said this sometimes ago, recently. We know that the love of money is the root of sin. I know that God called me out of business into this work. He's been feeding me. But there's always that temptation of investment. And I keep on telling God, What's investment? I'm not working, sir. I'm not going to work. I want to just to invest. And I'm still praying to God to help me above that weakness. Hallelujah. Do you know what is happening there? It's a challenge to my faith. God says, since you have not been working, have you not been eating? Since you've not been working, secular work, have I not been taking care of you? So what's your investment all about? Financial security. Eh? Financial security. Now I've got to pray that God help my faith. I'm still praying. Because I've told God I'm not going to the forex market again. But I have my eyes on another thing. Hello. I have my eyes on another thing. Do not deny your weakness. Take it to God. Let our prayer address our weaknesses. And as we do so, may the Lord help us. Amen. 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 Lead us from the temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. We are two tied together. When you say deliver us from the evil one, it is because Satan is always with bait for us to take us away from the will of God. Can you reconcile the whole prayer? Can you reconcile the whole prayer? Talking about the love of God, when we want to pray to God, let us acknowledge that God loves us. Let us embrace His will for us because it's the best for us. Even when His appearance is not very good to us. The appearance of the cross death, the death of the cross, was not pleasant to Jesus. And that's something I like about the Bible. Bible does not, uh, it does not uh, shift, I mean, shift the, the story. Some people will not have put the, the story of David and Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, in the Bible. But Bible is true. Jesus said what he felt. He said his heart is full of sorrow. He said the heart has gone. And he said, well, I should understand that for this reason have I come. And when he came to pray, he also prayed that God will take this sin away from me. I said, but not my will, but your will prevail. It's not easy. The Bible said he sweats. And he sweats there like drop of blood. What are you confronting today, brother? What are you confronting, sister? Have you prayed to the point of sweating blood? What is the agony? Are you faced with the agony of death? What do you mean about God? Your prayer has to go. 
Say the power belongs to God. The book of Psalm 16. Is it 16 or 62 now? Say God has spoken. Once has he spoken. Twice has he power. That power belongs to God. That's Psalm 62. Many a time we are all struggling for power. Listen to this. I'm not a very popular preacher out there. You are the one that God has given me to preach to. And I preach my truth, the, the truth of the gospel. When you go to this, all these uh, executive classes now, you have more women in the weekend classes than men. Eh? Yes. <laughs> Ask me, is it because they want to help their husband? Or they want to compete with their husband. The reason many women are advancing their career today is not because they want to support their husband. It's because they want to have power in the house. Hallelujah. They want to do what? They want to have power. Power belongs to God. They want to call the shots. They say, if you say we will do it, then if I don't put the money, let us see how we are going to do it. When they eat it, it's what they want. They say, you know, uh, mommy, my husband and I, we have decided that that is because it's what you want to do. If it does not support, they say, Kulelo Wamari. That is, I don't support. Not be so. Women, not be so. And I don't go be answering that. It's not, it's not peculiar to women. But it is common with women. Because it's the word of God. In the book of Genesis chapter 3, I think verse 16 and 17, he said, You will desire a husband to rule over me. What will rule over you? That's the word of God. Every woman wants to control the man. And that's why pretty men today. How many of them are in the church? Animal shame. Papa has said the man. God placed the man above the woman in the house. But women men have lost their leadership. Yes. They are pursuing money. Money. When they got the money, the money just go up. They talk, the man says, shut up. Power. Do you know that the struggle for power is what one thing that is dividing families today? The struggle for power. The man says, hello. Hello. You know, if the woman says that to me, I, I get angry. See, I will tell him, do this, do this, you will not listen. I say, eh. Since when has God made you the head of your husband? See, my Lord, you know, who will be the head of your husband? You know, you will not be the head of your husband. You will not be the head of 
Power belongs to God. And on the final note is the glory. Amen. Is what? Glory. Let us learn to return glory to God. If you want to receive what from God, learn to do what? Return glory to God. Even in our family. Many people would say, Oh, we bless God. Oh, to God be the glory. You know, um, God just gave us a new car. And people are celebrating the car. He said, In actual fact, to the Lord choose me. In actual fact, I was thinking, Well, we are still going to change it. Hallelujah. Hello. Ask me, where is the glory of God in that? Hello? So people, when they say they are giving testimony, they are only fronting their words. You know, when I did this, and I did that, and I did this, and I did that, and to go to bring the glory, here we are today, but they have told you all that they have to do to get there. May your prayer receive fire. I said, your prayer receive fire. I pray that my prayer too will receive fire. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, I also want to quickly look through for us with us some things specifically that can hinder our prayer. Some of them I've mentioned along the line, but in a nutshell or by way of bullets, let us take note of this. When you are praying with an idol in your heart, you will not go far. What does that mean? You are based on what you want, rather than what God is ready to give you. You have the picture you have made. That is what they teach us in the world. They always tell us, you don't have vision. You must have vision. And I ask them, who gives vision? Be careful of idol in your heart, which are linked with ambition. Vision is different from ambition. When you have set a goal which is not given by God and you are asking God to give it to you, you may, you may take on prayer with I was here before when I was in the business world. The word of God said, I am called to be a preacher. But I was asking God to bless my business. I had the idol of becoming a chairman of the conglomerate. I guess that was pride. God humbled me. Then he exalted me. Don't let him humble you before he will exalt you. Get rid of the idol of the heart. Hallelujah. Get rid of the idol in your heart. Number two, praying with your back to God. You refuse to fall in line with God. When you come to the service, any word that is against what you like, you cross it. That one is not for me. Listen to this. I've been there before. You could be a critic of the preacher. But don't be a critic of his word, the word of God. 
If you turn your back to God, God will turn his back to you. He's not a cause. Hallelujah. You know, in the book of Joshua, chapter 7, if you read verses 10 to 12, that was when they lost, when they lost the battle against now. I think Joshua chapter 7, verse 10 to 12. And Joshua was praying. God said, Get off your face. Hallelujah. So God said to Joshua, Get up. Why do you like God? I said, Why are you praying? The people have also transgressed against my covenant. Listen to this. If Pastor Light, you can come here and lie down on the floor and begin to pray for Brother A, for the B, Sister A, Sister B, God, ah, and she said, Pastor, get up. These ones have turned their back to me. If you don't honor the word of God, you don't honor the name of God, your prayer cannot go far. It is not going anywhere. Hallelujah. I think last week I mentioned it that crucial to our prayer is faith. Faithless prayer is a powerless prayer. I need to draw the question now suddenly. I'm talking about the challenges to our prayer now. Faithless prayer is what? Powerless prayer. But faith is not optimism. I've been telling us this over and over again. Faith is what? Not optimism. It's not optimism. Faith is believing the word of God. If you have not received the word of God, you have no faith. That's not you are building your faith upon. What am I saying? What has God said concerning your situation? Hello? That's the reason why we need to give ourselves the word of God. When you know what God has said concerning your situation, I was praying with some people, some my life. And I said to God, God, do you know you said you hate divorce? In the book of Malachi, chapter 2, verse 16, God, you said you hate separation. And if that be the case, I ask for the reuniting of you I mean reuniting of this couple. I have a good ground to ask for God. Because it's more self in their separation. Why should man and woman be separated? And they begin to tell themselves they have they have understanding. That's not understanding. So if I want to pray, I have the basis to pray. The Bible says, I have been young now and old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. None that is still and bed for prayer. It's the word of God. I can go on my knee and say, God, this is your word. You will not forsake me, will you? A children will never pray for prayer. I have no righteousness of my own, but Christ has prayed in your righteousness. It is the word of God. The word of God said, by his side, we are here. Have we not read it? If I believe in Jesus Christ, I can claim that word. I say, Lord Jesus, you said by your side, I am here. So I receive my healing. 